Hello and welcome to the first official episode of the Real Rant Podcast. My name is Brendan McGee and sitting across from me is the illustrious sexy boy, co-ranter guy. What's your name, dude? Corey McEwen. Hello. Hello. How are you today? Oh, man. Just swell. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's good. This is a very exciting day for us. I was debating on how we were going to go about introing this first episode, mm-hmm. and I'll be honest with you, I wanted to do some sort of skit, but then I realized that the audience, it being a fully non-visual situation, that would be a bit of an issue. Yeah, it might be. But, yes, as we said, uh, we are The Real Rant Podcast, mm-hmm. where we talk about the real stuff. And the real stuff meaning anything that involves things running on reels. And specifically, film, entertainment, and whatever happens when we press record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Does that sound good? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. How about that intro? That's great. Yeah? Yeah. Was it sexy enough for you? Oh, man. Ooh, sexy, sexy. Oh, boy. You, okay. should, you should see how much I'm sweating right now, everyone. Oh, gross. He's not sweating In that much. In a sexy way, though. Okay. Um, but anyways, on with the show. Yes. Corey, you know... We've been uh, doing this recording of the podcast for a while now, but this, I guess, is just going to be our first official one. Yeah. How do you feel about that? It kind of feels a little bit special. Yeah. Because we, like you say, we've done this quite a few times, uh, anywhere from 10 to 15 times, and <laughs> we've we've had a few hitches along the way, but yep. uh, it's it's kind of nice to officially say that this is our, our you know, our first official podcast our first official podcast yeah feels sexy in the mouth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it it's Nowhere not that it rolls off the tongue but it's just like ah <laughs> get the little lip Gives, quiver yeah a little bit of a wit lip lip quiver a little whip pill whip um anyways about ourselves i guess we should probably get into that a little bit sure, because as of so. this time or at this moment we're just a bunch of weirdos making a bunch of sounds on a microphone <clears throat> well i mean that's pretty much what we're going to be the whole time but yeah. uh if you maybe get a little background on us we won't be so weird yeah the so noises will remain but mainly because we live uh we, we're not working out of a studio no we're not professionals i mean professionals we're professionals at trying to become professionals mm. wouldn't you say we you might even say we're semi-pro not Sem- even actually not, not even, even close not even close i just sketched that last remark from yeah me. maybe like don't yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyways, a little bit about ourselves. As you can probably tell, we're a little bit of a eccentric group of individuals. Whoa! Hey! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we uh, were two old friends from high school who met in uh, theater. It's true, yeah. yeah. And we love movies. We do. We both have a, a fond love for film, so that, that really works out. Because, uh, you know, that's what this uh, podcast is all about. Yeah, and we said, hey, screw it. Let's make a podcast. Yeah. But we do this in our spare time anyway, so we might as well put it to good use. (laughs) Yeah, um, and start recording it. I mean, we have all the equipment, and we have all that equipment because a little bit about myself, I guess, going in, let's segue into that uh, discussion. Uh, I make movies occasionally with Corey. Mm. We've kind of moved away from that recently and decided to, hey, let's fall on the podcast train. And um, start doing this because, you know, I yeah, like Corey said, we do this in our spare time. So why not give it a shot uh, for real with a microphone? And um, but yeah, I'm 
currently a student uh, studying English and film. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this kind of thing is an everyday sort of situation for me, aside from just having discussions with Corey mm-hmm. um, about film and entertainment and things that bother us and we want to <laughs> rant about. But yeah, we're just... I'm, uh, that's just i mean as of right now things will things will come mm-hmm. uh we'll digress probably more into ourselves as oh, the sure. as the episodes are released mm-hmm. <clears throat> but cory give us a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a who are you dude well uh like i said before i am cory i am not a student uh, I, I chose not to take that path but uh i work full-time at a, a pizza place i manage the store it's well it's you're being a little bit modest you're you work at a piece of bistro. Uh, it's yeah. the bi- the bistro part is in very small letters. It's just kind of like I bring this pizza in bistro. Yeah, but at the same time, you guys close at like nine o'clock. We do, yeah. which is fucking insane. And our bistro section is about five chairs, so it's not really bistro. <laughs> it just sounds it's nice. cute enough. It sounds fancy. It's like a cafe. You could call it a cafe. You could pizza cafe. I wouldn't, but you could. Mm. But yeah, so that's what I do uh, in my spare time. I like to rock climb. I Sometimes draw. We, I, don't, I don't know if we need to know about that, though. Why not? I'm just playing. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I quit. The well, first and last podcast with you. No. Well, it's not the first one, because we recorded, like, 50. The first the official. Okay. Bum, bum, that bum. would suck. Corey's a bit of an artist, I will admit. Yeah. We've set up time a, to time. We've set up a wall in our flat. Uh, one day he came home from work, and I had uh, put a big piece of cardboard uh, in our... Uh, what we call the bat cave mm-hmm. it is literally a bat cave yes we'll probably repeat this uh in later episodes but it's just a living room uh with a lot of pictures of batman memorabilia up on the wall but occasionally we make exceptions there's one wall that we have running across the back part that's kind of a free-for-all yeah so we I have mean... an open sign with a coca-cola thing beneath it yes very classy uh we have a picture from oh. the film goodfellas oh yes but it's the not the type of picture that you would expect. No, no, no. It's the picture. I mean, some of you, if you're big Goodfellas fans, mm-hmm. might might know which one we're talking about. It's about the one where the dog's looking one way and the other dog's looking this way, and yeah. and the guy's just looking out. It's just like what what's going on? Yeah. So and he actually looks like someone we know, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That's a funny joke. Yes, it's a good reference. So people know what we're speaking about, or people don't know what we're talking about. It's about the it's the picture from the film uh, where Joe Pesci, uh, his, Joe Pesci's mom in the film paints mm-hmm. uh, and shows to the boys at the dinner table after they've killed somebody. Yes. But anyways, you have a um, I have a wall of many faces. Yeah. That I sketch. That's what I put up on the wall one yeah. day when he came home from work. I put up a piece of cardboard, taped it to duct tape up on the up against the wall, mm-hmm. and uh, attached a um sharpie marker to the hinges of the door where it's just attached and yeah. he can come home and start drawing on the walls whenever he feels like it like a little child yeah quite a lovely gift if i do say so myself. no problem dude i was really bored and i was procrastinating to do homework so well. decided to be proactive and and uh <laughs> give me you, a place to do art give, give you a place to do art yeah that's how close of friends we are yeah also they look really good on t-shirts if only you could see them maybe one day some of them look a little scary they do yeah one of them actually is a reincarnation of uh there's a new netflix series that came out on <laughs> october 13th called mindhunter which is uh one of the shows kind of 
put together by my favorite director of all time, David Fincher. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, there was a picture up there of a gentleman whose face Corey admired. So yeah, he took we, a picture and then drew it up on the board. We had to pause while watching the show and uh, he was left in a, his face was left in a silly way. Yeah. So I, I snabbed a picture and couldn't help but draw it down. Yeah. So we made it happen. Yeah. <laughs> we talked a lot about the Batcave. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I guess we don't really have to talk about why we started the park podcast because we kind of... Well, I mean, you, you've you been trying to do this for years now. Yeah. Saying. Essentially, so you've, been, you've been wanting to do this. Yeah. yeah. For about six years. Mm. Um, I think se since I started post-secondary education. Okay. But I've been listening to the radio since I was a kid. I'd stay up late because my parents told me to turn the TV off at about 10 because I have my own TV in my room. Hmm. Um, and so after 10, I would, I would essentially turn on CBC radio and I believe on Tuesday nights, it was the vinyl cafe. And after that, there was a Russell Peters, uh, the comedian, Russell Peters TV show. Okay. Uh, or not a TV show. It was a Russell Peters, um, um talk show. Kind talk of? Sh it wasn't a talk show. It was more like a drama comedy radio show. Like, Oh, like interesting. A, yeah. It was really interesting. Hmm. Um, but it was like a fabricated reality of his like growing up interesting like stories and stuff it so it's kind of it was kind of like the old radio shows of old yeah yeah but just done by russell peters exactly exactly cool. but yeah i've been wanting to do this for a really long time and then finally uh put my mind to it and uh cory happened to move in with me so i said what a perfect way to start something up mm -hmm. and so we did it and yeah. uh it took us a while we've been we've been doing this it's now the end of october mm -hmm. 2017 i guess yeah. we should preface that Yes, uh, yeah. Date on it, and then, but we started in about mid mid September. Maybe? No, we started in August because we did some recordings right before I left for Seattle. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we've been wow. kind of. I mean, we did we did some recordings at the beginning of August, just kind of test ourselves out and sure. see how we do, mm -hmm. um, give ourselves a little bit of a shtick, and um, here we are. Yeah. So, yeah, um, but our show in itself, I guess we should kind of talk about, you know, how it's going to work. Mm -hmm. As we said, it's a show about the real stuff. We rant about the real stuff. We have segments, and they will come and go whenever we feel like. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, we have, ba basically, we'll we'll start the podcast off with giving the intro, all that stuff. Um, and then me and Corey thought it'd be a kind of a good idea to, you know, as we said, give us a little bit more about ourselves as we go on with time and maybe chit chat about our days or our weeks every week and mm -hmm. see how we're doing and check in and i mean we have some pretty crazy stuff going on in our lives yeah, every now and then we got yeah. some stuff going on you know <laughs> we we live we live normal lives but abnormal things happen to us yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way we like it abductions by aliens um yeah occasional streakers swashbuckling adventures yeah a couple pirates in there you know you know typical stuff yeah, yeah. big spiders oh Oh no! Yeah, big spiders. You like big, big? Well, not the Lord of the Rings. Size. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, we have. Uh, so we'll do the intros, and then once a week, we'll we'll maybe talk about a, a something of in the in the entertainment world mm -hmm. or something, or maybe some news that kind of caught our eyes or something like that, and then we'll get into the top or the the movie of the week, mm -hmm. um, where we'll essentially break down a film, talk about it, and yeah. And then we'll go from there and see where it leads us. Yeah. And again, this show is like, we want it to be as open as possible in regards to perspective. 
So we've decided, I mean, this episode, where it's just going to be the two of us, but we've decided that um, it'd be fun to hear another person on every now and then. Well, not every now and then, probably every episode as we can make mm. it happen. Quite frequently. Um, yeah. We'll have regular people on, but uh, we'll have a guest every week. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> It'll be exciting. It will be exciting. <clears throat> I think that a three-person format is probably the best way to go about podcasting. Yeah, because we've, we've played around with doing just you and me yeah and, and having a few other people on as well and like you say that that third person dynamic i think works really well it does with keeping the conversation going and all that. it does so. because me and Corey can rant about shit all day mm-hmm. and the the problem is is though that's great not everyone wants to listen to that no but that's also why we picked the film that we've picked today to talk about just because it's an easy one sure well it's not that it's easy it's just more that everyone knows it's about pretty it. accessible it's pretty accessible yeah. everybody gets it and yeah. i thought that it'd be interesting to discuss because it's quite a i mean it's it's part of our lives mm-hmm. i mean enough or it's been a part of our lives enough to be able to give background into it and things like that so um yeah that's kind of the show as we said we'll have segments on the show um guests on the show every week and if there isn't a guest by chance um sometimes we'll just do it by ourselves but most often, like I said, there'll be a guest, but they'll probably be, you might hear the same guest more frequently than others mm-hmm. um, occasionally, because if we have a scheduling issue or something like that. But yeah, that's, we, we think that that's probably the best way that we can get, we like, we like to talk to our friends and we like to hear other people's thoughts on sure. the things that we love to do, which is watch films. Yeah. And they might, they might notice things that we don't. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's always, it's always good to get that, uh. That outside perspective. 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 But yeah, so Mm -hmm. that's kind of the show. But I guess let's roll into the first segment. Okay. (laughs) Because I guess this is the first episode. Oh, it is. Um, And why don't we start it off like we said we would. Mm -hmm. Why don't we ask how your week was, Corey? How was your week? The whole week. Or just maybe, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Well, if I were to start at the beginning... I don't know. It was okay. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, I didn't get a weekend this week, which kind of ticked me off. Work's been really busy, and I thought I was all in the clear. And then people, somebody got a skin affliction. Yeah, someone got scabies. So, <laughs> which I, th- as far as I understand, this individual who you have trained mm. um, to basically work now for you because you're the manager I am. and as soon as you had taken over in september uh somebody quit on mm-hmm. the spot so yeah. you essentially had to go back to start like basically working every single day for like a month and a half yeah it was lovely i was actually going crazy yeah was... you were throwing up a lot yes yeah very stressful <laughs> <laughs> but it's a weird little detail to add but i was yeah. quite concerned i was like yeah fucking good. hell Mm-hmm. There's like nights where I'd I'd be like, oh okay, Corey, let's do a recording, and uh, I'll see you in the morning, or I'll see you when you get back from work on Saturday, uh, which Corey usually finishes about four. No, um, and then we have we live with my brother as well in this flat, yes. and my brother also works with Corey um, as an underling. He is my underling. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay, well, I was talking to my brother. I said Jesse, because that's his name. <laughs> and i said jesse <laughs> i said jesse uh we can go to the gym after i do a recording with Corey uh when he gets home from work and jesse said well Corey's not at work he's in his bedroom he's been throwing up all night 
<laughs> so that put a damper yes. in the day's plans. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, I we digress. The yeah. my yeah my week was I don't know nothing nothing crazy I uh, oh I went out um, went out last night on painted the town red uh, was uh, one of my good friends girlfriend's sounds like murder birthday uh, no no one died okay at least not that I know of or anyone in my party yeah we we had a little nice little birthday celebration and had a drink or two and you know had a giggle had a giggle and a giggle and a half yeah but you know altogether pretty pretty regular week. Uh, how about your week? Oh. 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 Oh my god. Thanks for asking. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. My week was... I don't know, man. It was long, mm-hmm. but it was nice to kind of just be able to sit around today. And there is a fucking clock in the background, and it is driving me fucking crazy. So just give me a second. See, I didn't even notice that until you Oh said my it. god, it's driving me fucking crazy. No, I can't. Because <laughs> I'm listening for the clock now. All right, well, I'm putting it in the washing machine. We've No, don't do that. Yeah. No, hey! It's in the washing machine. Oh, I, okay, I thought you were going to turn it on. No, I'm not going to turn it on. <sighs> He's gone crazy on account of the clock. I just couldn't fucking handle it, man. It was driving me crazy, as I said. My day. Let's go into that yeah, again. Sure, uh, let's do it. <laughs> After I'd put in the clock in the washing machine. I legitimately put it in the washing machine. I know. So if anybody has to do laundry later, just make sure that they know that it's in there. Which I probably am going to need to do laundry. Well, so, don't forget. Yeah, my day was my week was alright. I think I was just more or less excited to kind of do this episode the mm-hmm. whole week. We were supposed to do it on Thursday. However, our landlords upstairs decided to have a little bit of a party. Yeah. Which is fine. It's not really... <laughs> not a, no no yeah of course it's fine well but, this uh, is their house so it's yes, more or less like yeah. they could do that if they I want to guess so yeah <laughs> they can do whatever the fuck they want yeah it's their house um it's just more like we had been planning it for like a week and mm-hmm. then when we got to the point where we wanted to record there was no place where we could record and yeah. it would not be able to pick up the yeah. music from the upstairs we shuffled from the what the hell room. were they listening to i it, uh... <laughs> It sounded like they were playing a board game where you had to yell a lot. Because there was a lot of yelling. There was a lot of... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, the week was fine. I just worked and went to school. Mm. I've been talking about film a lot because I'm in film classes. Mm. And I've been procrastinating to do homework. Mm-hmm. As you do. So I cleaned a lot. So that was fun. Nice. Let's... um. Get into the topic or the film of the week, I guess. All right. Is there anything else you want to mention or any film-related things or... I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's get into it. I think we're good to jump in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't want this first episode to be too long because I think that it's good just... It's just a good one to kind of give us a little intro of who we are and... Feel us out. Yeah. I mean, maybe not too much because that would be... No, a little bit. Cool. Don't feel us up. We don't know you that well uh-huh. yet, and it'd also be kind of weird that you'd be able to do that through a recording or a, a headphone piece. Or as device. as uncomfortable as it would be for us, I think I might have to give that person props because I yeah, like you say, I don't know how that would be done. That'd be some crazy Ghostbuster shit for yes. sure. Yeah, good good film. You know what? I challenge someone out there to fondle us as we do this podcast. Wait, like while we're recording? Sure. Okay. That's. I think we... Okay. Anywho. 
Enough of my silliness. Yeah. So, Corey, this is our first official podcast, but we did record another first official podcast. We did. That did not really work out that well. No. But we have chosen a different film. Yes. That was more to the liking of the masses and definitely a favorite in our books, especially Corey's. Yes. So, Corey, would you like to reveal to the listeners what film we decided to do today? I would love to. Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship of the Ring. I want to sing the theme song right now, but for some fucking reason I can't figure out what it is. Um, uh, Why can't we... Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Okay. Give me the magic sword. Um, is there a magic sword in this movie? There's a few. Sting. Well, I mean, like, Sting that's the only thing that doesn't... It's the only sword that really does anything. Well, I mean, there's... every Everything in this world has a little bit of magic attached to mm-hmm. it. But I guess... Yeah, so the movie, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that, it's... Yeah. <laughs> we have a couple... We have a list of things that we'd like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mainly because this, this, this genre is close and dear to our hearts. Mm. But, Corey, how did you come across this beautiful you know, chamber of secrets. When I was a young warthog, um, my my dad proposed that we go see a film. Wait, wait, spit take. Your dad proposed? That we go see a film. Oh, okay. But anywho, <laughs> uh, I digress. Yeah, he, he proposed, proposed that we go see a film, uh, a film that he was very excited to film see. Film of the mythical variety. Yes, quite, because he had read the books many times back in the 70s. And he took me to go see it, and I absolutely loved it. And I was mm. like, what is this magical thing you've shown me? And it was The Lord of the I Rings. I heard you cried like a little baby. Only when Gandalf died, because I grew very attached to him in the short amount of time that we had together. And then he, you know, said, and Sounds like he's choking on, like, some sort of, like, balls. dusty... Like hairball or, or his beard, his own beard. Yeah, like like when he when he falls down, he's very shocked. So he's like, <gasps> he sucks in all his hair. <gasps> Why I think <hate> that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a cool. Sorry, story. spoilers. If you haven't seen Gandalf, well, dies. I mean, I'm assuming by this point that everyone's either read the books oh, or you never know. I mean, that's partly why we pick these movies too, though. Mm. But yeah, I think that's why we picked these films in the first place mm-hmm. uh, was mm-hmm. because we wanted to. So, Brendan, yeah. Um, how did Sorry. you come across this film? Well, my good lad, I came across this film because when I was a kid, I was obsessed with watching trailers um, and knowing everything about movies. I couldn't really read when I was a kid, and I'm still not the greatest, even though I'm a English major. Hmm. It's just more about my own capabilities. I'm very dyslexic, and I have uh, an issue reading and, uh, and taking in information through a book. Mm-hmm. So I watch a lot of movies of books, but at the time I did not know that this was a book series. Oh, I just thought, hey, that movie looks real fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Except I didn't say the f word because when I was a kid, that would have been a no go in my naughty, zone. Naughty, 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 soap in the yes. mouth, which actually happened to me quite a few times. Oh, did you ever get soap in your mouth when you were a kid? I think once. What kind of disciplines did you get when you were a kid? Not much, really. I was oh, a dude, good. I, guess, I was a good lad. Really? Yeah. Bit of a mama's boy. Yeah. Mm. I used to get in trouble all the time. Oh, fuck. So this movie, I uh, we used to go to the... If I was a good boy during the week, my mom would take me to the rental store every single week. Nice. And if there wasn't any movies that suited my fancy at the time, I would generally um, just rent out a James Bond film. Nice. 
That's yeah, a good it was pretty nice. Good solid choice. Excuse me. That's very unprofessional of mine yeah. self to do that. But uh, yeah, no, I just kind of picked up this movie. It was, I think, it came out in two thousand or something like that. Two thousand one. Two thousand one, something like that. Possibly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I grabbed it wa- uh, and I threw it in. We started watching it. I, I think we watched it with the whole family in the middle of the day, which is kind of a weird time to watch. Well, I mean, it, if it's a weekend, I'm not a big, it's not so much. I'm not a big proponent on watching films in the middle of the day. I don't really like it. I feel kind of gross after I come out of a theater, and it's not like nighttime. Like I don't like it. I don't. I don't like going to see a movie at like three o'clock in the afternoon, coming out and being. But like, what about watching watching films at your own house? Even during the day, yeah. yeah. I think. I think. I think for me, like watching a film is a lot like having a drink of alcohol. <laughs> okay. Like anytime after too many movies and at, anytime around happy hour is a great time to go to a oh. film. Just like it, it is for her to go see it to have a drink. Uh-huh. Just because you feel like shit if you have a drink too early, um, in the day, and then you're like, "Fuck, I've got the rest of the day I have to deal with." Yeah. <laughs> it's and you're, quite, all, and you're all dazed and confused. Yeah. Thinking, where am I? Where am I? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. No. I we we pick up this movie at the rental store one week, mm-hmm. and uh, back when rental stores were a thing, unfortunately they are not anymore because yeah. the almighty overlord of Netflix has taken over. Yeah. Kind of miss the rental stores. Even though I it's don't really hella expensive. I really didn't. It was, it was like it was. Neat How much though. was it for like a rental? It was like seven bucks. Yeah, it was seven bucks for rental for like. I mean, depending on where you went. Yeah, it was like I I think we went to Rogers Video. Okay, Rogers we, I think was a little better. Yeah, Blockbuster Rog- was a real killer. Yeah, yeah. But then they had no late fees. But then people just started stealing the movies, <laughs> which was kind of fucking insane. I don't know how you deal with that, but uh, yeah, we rented this movie and. I think I watched like an hour of it and got bored and went and played Lego. Wow. Because I was like, because I didn't really, I was too young, I think. Yeah, fair enough. Because I didn't really understand what was going on and I just knew that I really liked the elf character. But uh, yeah, so that was my experience. I really, I had no idea at the time that these were books. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about The Hobbit at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, didn't know anything about it. So that was my first experience with Lord of the Rings. But since then, I've come to love it. I've loved yeah. the series, and mm-hmm. Corey has a special connection with it. His sister's name is my yeah. My sister's name is actually a, a character from uh, from the movies or the book or whatever the Lord of the Rings the book series. Yeah. Her name is Eowyn, properly pronounced Eowyn. Yeah, uh, sure. but yeah, I'm also side note, super pissed that I didn't get a cool Lord of the Rings name, where my sister got Eowyn. And was that they was could, that your they mother's doing? They couldn't have thrown me like an Aragorn or. Gandalf or something. Wasn't that, was that your mo- mother's doing? No, that was my, well, sorry, my name? Yeah. Um, I don't know, but. What is it, why, why let, Let's just say that, like I said before, my dad read the books in the 70s, uh-huh. so he was definitely a hippie. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, back then, him and his hippie wife who had my sister, uh-huh. she's my half-sister. Um, Doesn't matter, still blood. Yeah, exactly, she, she's cool. They were, they thought it was great to give her, like, a cool Lord of the Rings name. Uh-huh. Which I think is fantastic. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. Call me Gollum. I don't care. Just give me something. You're a bit of a Gollum sometimes. Yeah. Well, Especially when you like, wake up in the morning and you're like coming out of your room. Scary how well you can do that. Yeah. Oh, and you had a cat named Gimli, too. I did. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I <don't even laughs> it's like you never fucking forgot. Yeah, I did. Oh, my God, I did. Yeah, but he was, uh, yeah, cool. Thank you. He's a pretty um, cool cat. Yeah, actually, when I lived, oh, here's a little more information. When I lived in Australia for a bit. For Australia. 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 Speaking of big spiders. I'm not um, really good at 
doing this. Nor am I. It's kind of embarrassing because even I'm, though you're I'm half Australian. Well, you're first gen here. <clears throat> yes, I am. Yeah, you're first gen because your dad's Scottish. My dad's your mom's Scottish. Australian. My mom's Australian. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, he I got got a cat when I was over there uh, for Christmas, and he was a feisty little guy. Uh, so I naturally named him Gimli because he's kind of like a small, feisty, hairy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I guess that would make sense because yeah. Gimli's pretty hairy. Yeah, yeah. Corey, you nor I have actually read the books. That's true. I mean, you've read The Hobbit, and I've read The Hobbit, but... Um... I've started... I started to read The Lord of the Rings, but again, I was very young. Yeah. And the books are way too detailed. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally spend two You can get them pages. on... I, I think you can get them on... This isn't a plug, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they have them on Audible. Oh, probably. Tr- they're pretty great, actually. I do a lot... Of, because of the, my issue with reading... I use kind of mnemonics and I play like video games while I read or while I listen to books just because it's easier for me to remember what's going on hmm. um, that way. I don't know. I That's just what I've learned about myself. Sometimes it's a little easier than others, but hmm. but yeah, I think you can get them on Audible. So oh. audible.com. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's a route to go. <laughs> yeah. If you don't want to spend time reading, you know, three pages of describing, describing how grass looks kind of thing. Is that what they do? Yeah. Oh my yeah, because I got to a point where Sam and Frodo were walking along, and then um, he's just like, yeah, and, and the grass is green, but when the sun hits it, it turns a little shade of yellow. And like, shut the hell up. <laughs> like, Well, Token was an interesting guy from what I understood. Like, he was a bit of a lover. Like, I think, I'm pretty sure his story is that, <clears throat> I think he fell in love with this woman, mm-hmm. and um, she was a lot older than him. Okay. And... I honestly, if we have people listening to this, I might just be butchering this love story. But it's actually quite fantastic. But he, I guess he didn't have very much money growing up. But a lot of his stories are kind funny, of actually... Funny parallel between, uh, if that's true, between him and his lover and then Aragorn and... The yeah, elf. it's kind of interesting. Like, the a lot of Tolkien's life was kind of translated into these books. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard rumors that he wrote The Hobbit or he wrote Lord of the Rings based on, like, a dream journal that he had. Okay. Or something like that. Um, there's some pieces based on dreams that he's had. Definitely know that part of his inspiration for... He, he was a linguist, as far as I know. A cunning um, linguist? Hmm? A cunning linguist? He was very cunning. He wrote The Lord <laughs> of the Rings. <laughs> he was quick and fast. I think that's what cunning means, right? Ah, uh, cunning. Doesn't cunning mean smart? Okay. Yeah, so you're like... I don't know. It sounds like you're saying cunnilingus. Yeah, that's, that's the point, yeah. Is that the joke? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> but he was cunning. And... <laughs> Yes. But he wrote, as far as I know, when he was a kid, he actually like made up languages with his sister. Mm. And I think he actually spoke about seven languages or four languages, something like that. Like Everyone's real, all... real languages? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you're, when you're a linguist, I think you just speak a lot of languages or you just know about the origins. Okay. But I don't think they're actual... I mean, obviously, he probably spoke Greek, or he knew how to speak, speak, oh, blah, blah, blah. Speak, I can't speak. Probably Latin. Latin. Yeah. I don't know. Greek's not a language. Uh... I don't know. I have no fucking Greek clue. is a salad. Yeah. It's yeah. good salad. Yeah. I don't think without actually lettuce in it, which I thought when I was growing up, a salad was just lettuce. Oh. And I thought, oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know a salad was, had, had lots of things in it. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, I remember I being in, in home at class and we're, they were like, we're going to make Greek salad today. And then there was no, what and I you, thought salad. And you just show up with a thing of lettuce. I was like, like, what the fuck? Where's the lettuce? I was like, this isn't even a salad. There's lettuce, no lettuce make in some it. salad. Yeah. <laughs> as we've spoken about but yeah if you ever get a chance look into tolkien because he's quite an interesting dude there's some podcasts that i've listened to about him not in preparation for this but just given the fact that i study a lot of these authors and things like that in uh, school i think that it's quite important to kind of know where 
the art form came from. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ask me about George R. R. Martin though. He's what so about old. George R. R. Martin. I, he, George R. R. Martin. I'll be honest with you. He looks like he had a fantastical life growing up. <laughs> Who he's probably been that sailor hat is probably connected to his head at this point. Yes. It's very strange that he wears a sailor. I think hat he just so combs his hair into that hat shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. He never wears a hat. Donald Trump should take some notes. Oh God. <laughs> You uh, take a yeah yeah probably but cory <clears throat> you mentioned that you'd kind of like to talk about the lore a little bit but i didn't really know what the fuck you were referring to to that regard but i mean we were just kind of spitballing ideas but i thought, <laughs> I thought i'd throw that one out there yeah but you mean spitball it out there spitball it out there yeah. yeah that was a really good sound effect i do my best yeah yeah knowing that cory knows more about the lord of the rings world than i do i spent a lot of time just asking him questions while we watched this movie who's that guy Who's he related to? <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> he doing this? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I like I haven't read the Cimmerillion. I have read some crazy stuff, like you know, like there's a there's a bunch of like olden gods that were like there's a giant spider as big as a mountain. Using his hands right now to explain lots of things. Yeah, big hand movements. But the the spider Shelob, like she was born from like this giant spider who was as big as a mountain, and there's like all this really weird, crazy stuff. That goes way back into the lore, mm-hmm. but I don't. I now, don't in know their too world, much about is that. there such thing as Jesus? Um, which is kind of funny because we live in a world full of religion. I know this is not real, but I just mm-hmm. thought it'd be kind of funny because they have like, as far as I can tell, their world has no real sort of god. No, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if whether or not that that has something to do with Tolkien himself. Like, I wonder if he. I can't remember if he was religious or not. I think. I think in this world, it's more akin to, like, the Greek gods, whereas, like, there was yeah. a bunch of them who had their own kind of specialities yeah. and stuff like that, whether, like, instead of having, like, God and Satan, mm-hmm. like, like I said, there was that giant spider who I think... And we do recognize there's one, more than one religion, but... Uh, sure. This... These are just the ones I'm comparing at this yeah. point. Um, but yeah, I think it was more akin to the, the, the multi-god idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought that that might be that's quite interesting because I remember watching this and kind of being like, um, usually in these kinds of big, vast worlds, there's always kind of like a reference to like a god, Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. I I actually just thought of that now and I was like, oh, but yeah, no, the lore itself, it goes back many a year Mm -hmm. um, in our world in regards to how old the story material is. And then in regards to, you know, because they mention in the movies that like from the time that the ring you know like i guess killed sarns like saruman died or something like that um and then the ring was lost it was lost for like two thousand years or something yeah and which is a really long time yeah because i mean we've been in this uh century well century i mean the earth's only you know 2017 years old yeah as far as we understand um uh according to jeebus (laughs) um yeah, I, I just thought that was quite interesting. And we're back. Oh boy, are we ever. <laughs> <laughs> so we had some technical issues, as might occur occasionally. Mm-hmm. Someone came home. so It's, it's, it's we a had, communal house. We, had, we live in a communal. communal a communal. Com, com, a uh, chamomile tea. Chamomile tea. We live in a <laughs> chamomile tea. And boy, is it busy around here. Yeah, so we had to stop recording because we felt like it wasn't really necessary for our listeners to listen to that. But, you know, it's our first episode, but, uh, yeah. So but just like ACDC, we're back in black, and we're ready to... Attack. Yeah. I just watched a, an Eminem parody video, so I'm in the real... Rappity-gap-dap. Real, real rappity-hap-yap-yap-gap. 
So, New Zealand, Corey. What about it? Um, I mean, we haven't started talking about it yet, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, New Zealand. I. It's <coughs> funny, as I've grown older, I've kind of and start to really appreciate film for what they are and cinematography and all that business. I can't help but feel what kind of movie, or uh, can't help but feel that this movie is just basically a big uh, commercial for, hey, come visit New Zealand. Mm-hmm. It seems like that. Yeah. 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 For people that might want to know what hobbits look like or see Orlando Bloom out in his natural habitat (laughs) (laughs) when he's not busy on uh, during his summer breaks pretending to be a pirate or Davy Jones. So we need the theme song. What's the theme? God damn it. What's the theme song? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So yeah, New Zealand. It's a beautiful place. You've lived close to there. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever visit? I didn't actually, which is very unfortunate. Oh. Truth be told, I was on the eastern side of Australia. Mm. Australia. 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 In a in a small little town, like ten thousand people. Mm-hmm. I didn't really go far from there. I think we went to Brisbane once. Yeah. I have yeah. some friends that live in Brisbane. Oh, do you? Yeah. That's cool. I, I feel like there are some people out there, some crazy peeps, that might actually go to New Zealand expecting some sort of Lord of the Rings experience. Because it's entirely filmed there, from what I understand. Yeah, I believe you're right. I think it's, yeah. it's like even all the sets were built over there, and so yeah. there's it was it was all located over there. Because originally they had built the sets from the Shire during the Lord of the Rings, and then when they all left, they took it all down. But then when they made the Hobbit, they went back and they actually like had a crew come in and they worked with the New Zealand government essentially and like actually rebuilt it so it could be like a um, like a park. Or something oh. that people can kind of come and visit and look at, and oh my god, I want look to at go. some hills with some doors in them. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do. So yeah, that's... the hills have doors. Yeah, the hills have doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, New Zealand, pretty cool place. There's a lot of times when we're thinking about this movie, and you can't help but think about who was originally supposed to be casted <laughs> in these 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 movies. Yeah, and. I almost think about the casting for these movies as iconic as the castings for Star Wars. There are movies where, well, trilogy movies, where actors will get hired and they're not as well known and then they become more But because of the success of the movie. Yeah. That's that's how they... I don't know where I'm trying to go with this, but I'm not going... Yeah, no, I think I know what you're saying. Uh Like, for for big trilogy or, like, epics like this, Mm -hmm. there'll be a huge cast and, like, for Star Wars and this, they'll kind of hire... A few, like a lot of unknown actors, maybe Mm -hmm. a few known actors, Mm -hmm. like like Alec Guinness in Star Wars, Mm -hmm. Ian McKellen to kind of give a bit of credibility there. But Mm -hmm. um, there is a lot of actors and actresses who uh, are not as well known. Mm -hmm. And because of the success of the franchise, that's kind of where their careers uh, take off from, Mm -hmm. kind of. Well, it's weird because some of these movies wouldn't expect to be this huge. I mean, a Lord of the Rings film you can expect to be big because it still has a huge fan base. Yeah. Um, Because people love the books Mm -hmm. ever since they came out. But things like, I guess, Star Wars, though, originally it wasn't even expected to be anything great. No, you got very lucky. Yeah, Yeah. it did. But we're not talking about Star Wars. No. Uh, (laughs) Maybe maybe one day, but not right now. But essentially, um, we wanted to mention, I guess, two castings that ended up up not actually working (laughs) out. But probably for the best. Yeah. Um, But let's mention... Which one do you want to mention first? The old man or the younger receding hairline man? Hairline I think maybe let's mention the old man first. Okay. So, in the original casting of Lord of the Rings, um, Sean Connery <laughs> was supposed to play Gandalf. <laughs> so, so true. But what happened, Corey? Um, if, if I have my 
<coughs> excuse me, if I have my fact correct, yeah. Sean Connery could not understand the script, mm-hmm. so he he. Watch uh, this. Yeah, watch. I'm not quite sure. Watch this. <laughs> watch, That's real good. Watch your Hobbit. <laughs> Hardish little uh, yeah. wee man. <laughs> it was funny because when we were watching this, we were we were kind of thinking of little scenarios of him. Him saying, like, just re- being really confused. Yeah, reading the script and being, who's who's this legless man? <laughs> Does he have legs? Does he have legs or not? <laughs> and you say Gimli's short. <laughs> How short are we talking? Yeah, Is he at my knees? I don't like things by my knees. Now, as an old man, will I have women? <laughs> but, yeah. Do I get to wear a toupee? <laughs> That's my first and only question. <laughs> I'm the worst Sean Connery accent. The Grey. Gandalf the Grey. Yeah. Can I be him on the weekends? <laughs> Can I t- Mine's like a Swedish <laughs> Sean Connery. <coughs> Fuck, you're dying. Yeah, I am. Have some water. No, I, I did have Here. some water. Oh, God. Sipping on the hose. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little inside joke. But, um, but yeah, going back to Sean Connery as Gandalf. As great as that sounds... I'm so glad that he wasn't, because mm-hmm. I think it would be, I'd be laughing too much at the fact that Sean Connery is, you know, saying, you shall not bash. I'll be, I'll be honest with you, I don't think, if he was cast, because he retired shortly after that, after 2003, because I think he, he retired, retired after two, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, because he essentially said no to this franchise mm-hmm. and said yes to League of Extraordinary yeah, and Gentlemen. Yeah, like, oh, what, which, I done? what was that? Chris Ranger. Oh, the things. dog dropped the remote. He said no to this film, and then I guess went off to make League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, mm-hmm. and um, that was supposed to be a franchise too. Because he always, I think, near the end of his career, he had talked about how he wanted to be part of a franchise. Because oh. yeah, other other than James Bond, other than James Bond, and make that big money, and so mm-hmm. he chose League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, oh. the biggest box office flop. Yeah, um, it was a terrible movie. Hush, dog. Um, I think, I, I mean, when I was a kid, I liked it. But then again, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. But moving on from that, yeah, the <laughs> illustrious, long-haired Viggo Mortensen mm-hmm. wasn't always meant to be cast as the role. In fact, the first character meant to be cast uh, as Aragon, or the character, well, he's a living meme, one could say. Yeah. Who was he, Corey? Um... The fine, receding hairline man. That never... He's got a receding hairline, but you never actually know if it's receding or... He's saying goodbye and hello at the same time. Kind of like that Beatles song. He's so hard to gauge, just in every sense. What's his name? We should probably mention his name. Yeah, uh, yeah, the infamous Nicolas Cage. Which I I can't even fathom how that movie would be uh, yeah. with Nicolas Cage as Strider. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm trying to think of a line. Because I could... I'm trying to think of a line. What does Aragorn say? That's really funny. Just I'm just imagining him like speaking elf to to Arwen. Yeah, that or would be weird. Elvish. Yeah, he's got a funny face because mm-hmm. there's like there's a sexiness to Aragon. I sure. feel like that's yeah, yeah. supposed to be mm-hmm. shown. Yeah, there's a hunkiness, and I feel like Nicolas Cage is the farthest thing from that. Yeah, it it would just be him making weird faces throughout the whole film. <laughs> Get off! Yeah, <laughs> Get off! <laughs> Sounds a little Keanu Reeves. <gasps> yeah, it is. Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kung Fu. <laughs> but yeah, that would have been a goof and a half, I think. Nicholas Ghost Rider Cage. Huh. I, I don't think would have been a good fit. That would have been weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, Corey. Yeah. There's an extra little character that you've just looked up. Yeah, and there's we an recorded extra... it, but uh, we're gonna leave it out. Who else was up for the role of extra little Arizona? tidbit? Um, the 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 great method actor Daniel Day Lewis. I can't help but feel that if that were to occur and mm-hmm. he was actually cast, if he would have actually gone really in depth with it and just spoke Elvish to everyone he on set, he probably would have. Yeah, he probably would have yeah. tried to write books in elf mm-hmm. um and probably said that he's not taking off his outfit and he's gonna go to sleep in his outfit and sleep out in the woods mm-hmm. um and you know the the big the big yurikai um guy at the end of the first film yeah after just before he killed him i think he would say that i drink your milkshake i drink it up and then he would chop his that's head. a great film i i wouldn't shy away from the idea that he might have even possibly gone out into the forest and uh hired a bunch of uh, a bunch of actors who resembled hobbits um, and had camps, campfire sing songs with them out in the forest to just kind of really get into the feel of the film that he might be in. He's just a goof. He's a very, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he is profiting off of the idea that he's always going to retire after every film. Hmm. And that I think, I mean, he's probably a, a, a fine gentleman, but sure. I feel like he's retired so many times that it's always made a huge deal. See, I've never heard about him retiring before. But, but he was actually, well, he's never, he hasn't been in a film since 2012. He was the last film he was in was Lincoln. So that was like five years ago. Oh. But he, people have always been talking about how he's like not in a lot of movies. And, um, and it's only because um, he's not in a lot of movies because he's made that choice to not be in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like does it as a side gig now. Yeah. But he was in a lot of movies back in the day. Hmm. But from the casting that we have now, I'm pretty stoked on. I'm kind of happy. Yeah. Although uh, Orlando Bloom was a little bit of a goofball choice. Yeah. I think they picked him because he was the coolest character and would appeal to you know, some people. And Sure. He looks a bit like an elf. Yeah, um, he's a good looking fella. Uh, I don't think he's the greatest actor in the world. Yeah. That's for sure. Now, how would you feel about in regard? I mean, I know that you haven't read the books, but yep. um, I guess we can speak in regards to filmmaking of its time. I think this, for me, was probably one of the greater films that really was able to... It was it was made in between the time where CGI hadn't completely kicked in yet, mm-hmm. but it was still being used, obviously. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel? about it like in regards how how it holds up yeah like how does it hold up for you i think uh i think it holds up quite well yeah um i'd say better than the hobbit films (laughs) oh my god the cgi in the hobbit films are just not good Mm -hmm. yeah you you definitely you definitely get the feeling that peter jackson is a fan Mm -hmm. of this world uh because he there's a lot of care in this movie and just the way i like it cgi is used appropriately where it's not an overabundance of it, but mm-hmm. it's it's mixed in with you know props and uh, real life sets and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, so as not to take away from uh, the legitimacy of how it looks. Mm-hmm. And it also helps too that it is in a fantasy setting. So if something looks you know a little magical or weird, you know you're probably not going to judge. Yeah, it the, much, right? the I would say the I think that's why I I like this. Uh, for a video game standpoint, I really don't like Skyrim. Okay. Well, I, sorry, a video game. Uh, I shouldn't. I guess I should. I shouldn't have said it like that. It's more in my sort of fantasy worlds, and there's magic involved. Mm-hmm. I don't like there always being an answer 
to everything because sure. of magic. So, yeah. like, for instance, you guys are stuck. Uh, Mr. Man with the Wand will come by and build a bridge or something ca- like that. cast this specific spell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you get the sense that the wizard's magic, like Gandalf's magic in this in these movies, aren't, like, hocus-pocus kinds of sure. things. It's very... It's, I would almost say it's more of like a spiritual kind of thing where, yeah. where everything is connected. Yeah, and it's it's almost like the way the Force is used. Sure, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like in Star Wars. But I always that's why I really appreciate these because I have a really hard time um, with f- mythical or fantasy films or fantasy books for that matter um, with this underlying answer to save everything. Mm-hmm. Can, everything can be saved within the flick of a wand or flick of a stick. Mm-hmm. Um, or somebody speaking some words. So sure. I, I really appreciate um, how they kind of handled that. I, again, like I don't know what it's like in the books, mm-hmm. um, but one of the, my favorite scenes where that is a great example of is the scene where Saruman and, um, and uh, what's-his-face, Gandalf, are in the tower, of Saruman's tower, um, and they're fighting and they're using their sticks and stuff, but there's, no, there's nothing coming out of the sticks, mm-hmm. but it's like... And he's not... He's not pulling like a wingarding Leviosa. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not saying anything, anything, but they're like using movements with their sticks to Mm -hmm. move them around the room and fight each other, which is really cool. Sure. But yeah, that's, I I really appreciate, I want to give props to this movie for being able to really handle magic in a way that's appropriate, Mm -hmm. that really, like, because honestly you could make, I mean, obviously the story is these these hobbits go on this mission to go and drop off a ring to Mount Doom. Mm. Okay. But the mission itself um, could be easily solved by the flick of a wand, somebody talking, or the flick of a stick. So, sure. But I really, I really like how when I watch these movies every time, I don't feel like, well, why don't they do that? Mm-hmm. You know, why don't they do this or that to make these things happen? Um, I really, because it makes me feel like I'm on the edge of my seat. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't feel like they have to, you know, do that stuff. But yeah, for sure. moving on from there. The action scenes of this film, I feel like this movie, especially Fellowship, because that's the one we're talking about today, because mm-hmm. we'll talk about, we've, we planned on talking about the two towers, there's going to be a separate episode for each one. Yes. Uh, but those will come in due time. The action scenes of this film, I guess, in as a genre itself, the Fellowship of the Ring, we kind of spoke of this the other day before, was that the, 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 the this film, the Fellowship of the Ring, has this really good balance of um, separating different genres within a really long film Mm -hmm. to a point where you can be really sad really happy yeah on the edge of your seat in regards to the action scenes um and really kind of just you're just thrown about a lot Mm -hmm. but they are really well put together sure um and i and i remember we spoke about this the other day in regards to the scene there's like a whole um because we watched the extended editions yes from what i remember um I really enjoy the beginning of the movie uh, in the Shire. Yeah, it's very you really get a sense of who your heroes are and who mm-hmm. your characters are, just really great. Um, and then it slowly but surely turns into this. You really get a sense of this journey, and you get a sense of the danger in the journey. And I I, I can't remember there. There's a lot of other movies like this, but it's that slow escalation where you kind of really understand the perspectives of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly the hobbits and Frodo, where they're taken away from this um, 
lots of eating dinner type of lifestyle and very, fireworks. Very, very comfy life, yeah. Yeah, very comfy life up on a hill, living in a living in a hill, literally. Mm-hmm. And you really get a sense of how displaced these characters are from their their you know home and the reality, and you get more of a sense of that in the second film. But I really enjoy the way this film was able to handle different different tones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, it didn't feel it didn't feel weird. It didn't feel out of place at any time. Like you say, the 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 opening of the movie is very very light and fun, and it's kind of nice to see all these hobbits having a good time. Mm-hmm. And then, like you say, it gets to very very serious parts where characters are in turmoil and turmoil. Turmoil. Uh, characters are in turmoil, mm-hmm. um, and there's uh, yeah, epic fight scenes. And... Yeah, that's yeah. what I wanted to talk about, the action sequences in this film. I mm-hmm. think there needs to be something said about that, as there, there's a couple of them, mm-hmm. but each one, um, I really, I keep saying really, but I, I'm genuinely, I, I love this movie, mm-hmm. and every time... I make events about it. Like I, I've had viewing parties on numerous amounts of occasions watching these movies and we've stayed up all night watching them. But what I really love about this first film is how every single action sequence feels like a climax that you get in a singular film. Mm-hmm. Usually you only get one climax in a film, sure. but each action sequence acts as its own individual climax. And I really appreciate that because and maybe maybe when you if you ever watch this movie for the first time or if you're ever watching this movie for the first time i don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast that'd be kind of weird yeah. <laughs> i don't know maybe go back to the way you felt and think about how you felt the first time you watched this movie and think if whether or not that, that was kind of an issue you had with the film because i could see that being an issue um feeling like the movie the starting is, and stopping a bit kind yeah of. starting and stopping a bit but i actually thought it was really great like mm. i think that the the way each action sequence was um, handled, it felt like, oh my god, like, it, it stepped itself up every time. Like, the first fight scene, um, from what I remember, is, um, what's the, is it the one when they're waiting outside the, uh, um... well, right off the bat, you have um, a giant epic battle. Oh yes, the, the yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah, that's the prequel stuff, yeah. which is an amazing intro. But in regards to, but oh sorry, our main characters, yeah, yeah. In regards to the main characters, I think the big kind of fight is the one outside the the Melon Cave. I don't know what the name of the the mine. Uh, oh yeah, the mines of Moria. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, there's that big fight with the squid thing. Yes, um, which is really intense. Um, and then they get in and then there's another fight, which mm-hmm. every time I watch this film, I'm like, oh my God, this is close to the ending, but it's not, no, not there, it's close. not even close. There's like a whole nother hour left, mm-hmm. but even that fight scene alone is just like really well put together. Yeah. And of course, obviously the last battle where Boromir dies, very sad, mm-hmm. but yeah, all in all, I think that those, this again deserves some props for its for action sure. sequences. Yeah. Um, they're all a little bit different and. Talk, I mean, we just talked about um, the possibility of it being kind of long or speaking of how there was reoccurring climaxes. Do you feel that the length was good for the film or yes. bad? I think it's just fine. Yeah? Yeah. Do you feel... I, I I think that as a child watching this film, I didn't like it, but obviously I was a kid. So. See, I, I saw this movie in theaters and I was fully engaged the mm-hmm. whole time. Just talking about it, I want to watch it again. Yeah. 
like it, it's that kind of movie for me mm-hmm. it really brings back a lot of good memories yeah well like i said I, it's it is my favorite out of the trilogy mm-hmm. i think it has a nice little bit of everything mine's two towers yes just because you get to see those riders of rohan mm. except for fucking king theoden my boy i hate king theoden he's a good guy he's such a dink no he's fine he prides himself on being this whole king-like dude but he's a stubborn old man who just he doesn't think he's a good king though well yeah because he got mine taken over yeah but then like right at the end he well that's his problem he's a lot like he's just a turd ferguson in all honesty i just don't like him he just wants to be better for his people all in all i think you can probably gather that you and i really love this film yeah and so with that i mean i'm looking at our list here Mm -hmm. and i don't think there's a whole lot more to mention no not really i mean like you say probably most people have seen this movie mm-hmm. anyway yeah um, i mean you could take from this what you will because i think that what we want what we wanted as as our like i said what we wanted from our first episode is to kind of just bring people in mm-hmm. and um have you listen to us like you were there with us i guess in a way mm-hmm. um because we want to talk about something that a lot of people like and i think that um this film was a perfect kind of intro to our podcast um to kind of like get a sense of who we are and what we like um well i'm not saying that um we're not going to pick movies that we like um, nope, no, or both of us like or whatever because i don't know if i've told you this yet Corey. um but each time we have a guest from now on they're going to pick the movie mm-hmm. so oh you knew this yes oh i told you didn't i did i, I tell so. you i think we had discussed it oh okay well i mean whoa well hey hey <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah I think it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool. I'm excited to see what our guests choose for us. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, if they don't want to pick a movie, we'll pick the movie. Sure. Um, I think we've realized, though, through our like studying and doing this numerous amounts of time, that I think it's probably best they pick. But yeah, we wanted to pick this movie because we knew y'all might love it. Mm-hmm. The little ranters on the other end of the headphones. The dudes the, the with the ears. The rantineers. Isn't that... Is that our name for them? I don't know. The listeners of the rant, the real rant, the it's, Rantineers? It's a work in progress. Let yeah. us know what you think. Yeah. But yeah, that's, you know, Corey, would you recommend this movie? <laughs> oh my God, I totally would. I would definitely recommend it. Uh, even if you have seen it, go watch it again because mm-hmm. it's an absolute treat. I hope that this, this, <clears throat> this discussion of it makes you want to go and watch it again. Mm-hmm. I remember we, me and Corey were actually, the reason why we picked this movie is because we were out for a walk one late eve and Mm. we were like talking i don't know how we got talking about it um but we started talking about it and i was like we got to the door of the house and i was like let's just watch it like and it was really kind of like late in the evening and we just said fuck it and we just watched the movie yeah and i yeah no regrets (laughs) yeah no regrets whatsoever um Hey, uh, B-Man. Yeah, what's up, bro? B-Dog, host of The Real Rant. Yeah, yeah, what's up, Um, man? Would you recommend this film to to any and all? Abso-frickin-lutely. Nice. Yeah, Um, I recommend it to all and everyone. I think that it has a great... (coughs) uh, It has a great... It already has a great fan base. Oh, sure. I mean, if you think about us, we're pretty great. Um, And whoever is listening to this is probably pretty great because they're putting up with us. (laughs) yeah <laughs> um which is a big cheers deal. yeah cheers to you yeah. but uh yeah no i would recommend this film um and i i wanted we're gonna see where we go with this segment but i definitely <laughs> i definitely think it's uh one that is gonna come back every now and then but we're gonna play around with it but here's a segment 
Um, what would your mom think? Oh, my mom. Okay. This mom. is okay. So let's explain this segment. Essentially, sure. it's where we. <coughs> uh, it's where. Are you okay? I am. Are you dying? No, it's just this cough will not go away. Oh yeah, Corey's been sick, and I've been sick. I got sick twice. Everyone's just sick. It's disgusting. It's been a sick. <laughs> yeah, it's been a sick household. Yeah. And not like a like. All right, sick, stop shaking over there. Sick, right, bro. Doc, go lay down. More like a ill sick. Doc, get on your bed. The dog is not listening to him. Doc, Doc. He's just standing there looking. Stop looking at me like that. Cute. He's just looking at me. Yeah. He's no, not. He, oh. Oh. Stop trying to be sneaky. Get on your bed. We can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, he's not listening. Total disregard for authority. Yeah. Um, like real... like you and I. Oh. You taught him well. Yeah. So this segment that we have in the pipeline that mm-hmm. we are hoping to create something out of it is called "What Would Your Mom Think?" Mm-hmm. or uh, in Corey's case, "What Would Your Dad Think?" Because uh, Corey's dad is quite a character. He's, he's a bit of he's, a meme. He's been known to say some funny things every now. He's right? Scottish, so he talks in a Scottish accent. But only when Scottish family are around. Yeah, it's kind of funny. He's a weirdo. Um, Love you, Dad. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty cool, dude. Though yeah, he yeah. is part of. He, back, he told me a story one time. I don't even think he knows my name. Does he know my name? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I think he. he <laughs> sometimes he forgets, and in that case, he does call you Mayor Mayor Shin. Everyone calls me Mayor yeah, Shin. He's like, who's the, who's that Mayor? So, back, me and Corey kind of became really good friends through a play that we were in high school. I mean, we're 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 flip flopping on this segment here, but yeah. we should probably, we'll give a little more context. We'll get but there. Back in high school, uh, Corey and I were in a play called The Music Man. Um, and Corey played the lead, and mm-hmm. I played his his antagonist. One could say, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was the mayor of the town, and I really didn't like his hootenanny hoedowns. No, nope, uh, he I'm was a shenanigan to, man. Just trying to teach the kids some music, and you're and I was not having it. Um, well, and everyone what? knows me, and all the parents know me from that high school as the mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody calls me the mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, fine, that's fine. <laughs> it could be worse. Could be worse. Yeah. Uh, could be Tits McGee. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, but, uh, so this segment, mm-hmm. um, is going to be called, What Would Your Mom Think? Yeah. And right now, because we don't have our moms on the other end of the line, um... Mom? Yeah. No, not here. Not there. Not here. Okay. Uh, we're hoping to, uh, call in our moms live on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, not live for you, but live for us. Sure. Uh, and have them answer a question. Just cold call them. Mm-hmm. And if they answer, they answer. Uh, and if they don't answer, we'll just call somebody else. And we'll be kind of We'll sad. just see, and we'll just ask them straight up what they think of the movie that we watched this week. And if they haven't seen it, we'll ask what they think. Yeah. Regardless. Sure. They they have to answer the question gun to the head. You'll get some very surprised people. Metaphorical gun One, to the head. Well, maybe. You never know. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll get some, some very, maybe, surprised uh, people. Uh, and if we don't get anyone, <clears throat> it might be funny to prank call. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. I have no fucking clue. Sure. So this segment would be, I guess, called "What Do People Think?" Or, yeah. Or what does someone think about? What this? does someone? But mostly our moms. <laughs> what does someone think about this? But mostly our moms. Yeah. Who? Who? <coughs> basically, what would if you picked up the phone? Who can we call right now? Yeah. Who can we call right now? Do you want to call somebody right now? Sure. Um, I don't know if this is gonna work though. Uh, you wanna you wanna see if I'll just call my dad? Yeah, let's call your dad. Okay. <laughs> okay so we're gonna beep beep boop into this so this is an added segment we weren't actually planning on doing this no this is kind of spur of the moment mm-hmm. uh well don't let them talk forever no no i won't i'll try and 
Are you gonna put them on speaker? I am. Okay. His name's Faja in your phone. Okay, hello. Just don't mention anything, just say. Hey dad, uh just a quick question for you. Um what do you think of Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring? Yeah, the first movie. Uh, I like it. Why? Uh, could you elaborate? Can I elaborate? Yeah. Um, just, why I like it? Yeah, just a quick spiel. Quick spiel. I like it because it is a group of dwarfs little people getting together and they're friends, they're honorable, they're loyal to each other. And I like it because it's, um, oh, I just, I, because where they go and where they travel and, and uh, yeah, it's loyalty. Why? Why are you asking that? Um, just a question I had for you. That's, that's it. Um, I'll talk to you later, Dad. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. So, uh, that was Corey's dad. What's your dad's name? <laughs> uh, his name is Alan. Hello. Thank you very much, Alan. Uh, yeah. you, I hope that you listen to this podcast and understand <laughs> some context behind why we called it. <laughs> Uh, so Corey, that was a great person to actually call because he was the reason why you liked Lord of the Rings and grew up yeah. liking as we yeah. kind of spoke about earlier. Um, I really liked that. Yeah, that was kind great. of fun. Uh, I was really worried about the audio quality because I'm an anal bastard and, uh, I really, as a, as a result of the clock going in the washing machine, yes. um, you can, you know, did you just fart? No. What was that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's getting kind of... We want to kind of wrap this up here, uh, but essentially that's kind of <laughs> the way the segment's going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did that on the spot. We hadn't actually talked about possibly doing it, but there yeah. we go. There it worked go. out actually pretty we well. We tried it, and yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'll be fun to maybe do that again some other time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have another segment that uh, we want to introduce later, but it involves a Brit. Um, yeah. And uh, I think, <coughs> as we said, this film is... or the, the, Sorry, this film. This podcast... Uh, its intention is to have us rant about films we love and entertainment we love, but also give many perspectives uh, and have other people come in and talk about it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of our mission, I guess, our mission statement. Mm-hmm. Um, but wrapping up here, Corey yeah. uh, and I have put together a website um, to have people come and check us out. Yes. And where can they check us out, Corey? Uh, they can find us at uh, therealrant.com. Therealrant.com. That is real as in two e's r e e l no spaces no nothing just no. the real rant.com we don't got time for spaces yeah we don't got time for spaces <laughs> no uh but that's where you can find us mm-hmm. and on twitter mm-hmm. uh you can find links to our twitters on that website uh you can just follow us at the real rant pod uh on twitter mm-hmm. uh we'd love to have you oh um, yeah give us suggestions about the show Please. what you like what you don't like uh and we'll take it all yeah. We'll take it to heart. Maybe make a segment out of it. Read read your comments, nice or mean, or in between. 
Hey. Hey. Nicer, meaner, in between. That's a good segment. We'll I'm going to write that down. Nicer, yeah. meaner, in between. Nice you can also find us on our Facebook page as well. Uh, the same. The Real Rant. Yeah. Is it? Well, it's it's on the it's on the there's links to it. All of the links oh. are on, of the sh- of the, okay then. All the links are actually on our website, Perfect. so you can just go right to the website. Go to therealrant.com. Um, if you go to our rant page or the ranters page on on our website, um, you can actually click on our names uh, where we have a little bit of a description about uh, ourselves, and uh, you can click um, on our names and it'll take us right to your Twitter page. So if you don't want to follow us. If you want to follow us on Twitter and then make it easier for you here, um, Corey, where can they follow you on Twitter rather than having to go to the website? Uh, I am at Corey McEwen one on Twitter. Because he's number one. Yes. I am number one. Hey. Yeah. Um, and you can find me mm-hmm. because I was an idiot and I decided to spell my name the proper way it's supposed to be spelled. Oh. Um, my parents decided to um, spell my name not in English uh, because I am frankly very Irish, mm. um, but also Native American. Oh. Uh, yeah my goodness yeah (laughs) um but you can find me at brendan underscore mcgee Mm. on twitter and that is brendan spelt with a b (laughs) oh yeah not an l and then an r yeah a b and then after that follows an r and then an e and then an a and then an n and then a d a n wow and underscore Mm. mcgee m c g h e e uh yeah give me a follow yeah. That'd be that'd be tight. Okay, I'll uh, follow. <laughs> um, but I think uh, that's it for today. How I do you so. feel about our first day? I feel pretty darn good about it. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Holy yeah. shit, we've been talking for another thirty-nine minutes. Wow, that's a long time. We'll Boy, have to edit out some. We bit. don't shut the hell up, do we? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll hope. We're hoping to have this uh, whole shindig up and ready for everybody to start listening by the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, please talk to us we love you all we want to hear what you think about the movies and yeah but that this has been brendan mcgee your host ranter of the real rant and the other gentleman the illustrious sexy boy boy spelt with an eye Mm, always uh co-host Corey mccune yeah co-ranter co-ranter because you're a ranter co-ranter um but yeah thanks for listening and uh we love to uh have you listen again yeah <laughs> see you guys next time see you next time